Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about pool heater issues and offer you some tips and solutions when you turn on your pool heater and it's not working. And I find that the pool heater is probably the most fickle part of the equipment that you can have at your pool and one that gives a lot of problems to customers more so than the filter, the pump, and any other uh, part of your equipment pad. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. And if you do pool service, I'm going to give you three parts that you could probably fix yourself and the rest that you don't want to even touch because... There can be multiple issues with the heater. You need to have the proper equipment to diagnose it. So instead of swapping out multiple parts and wasting your time, you would just refer it to the warranty company that services that particular heater, either Hayward, Jandy, Pentair, Raypack, whatever model it is. If you go on their website, you'll find the warranty service provider in your area. It doesn't mean that the heater is under warranty, but it means that these are the repair companies that actually service heaters for the manufacturers for the warranty period. However, they will service heaters outside the warranty period, but of course charge you their hourly rate and charge you for the parts. So these are the best people to call. So definitely if you need help with your Pentair heater, just go to Pentair.com and look on their website for their uh, referred um, heater repair person. You can also go into your local pool store your Leslie's Pool Supply store or your mom and pop store and someone in the store will definitely be able to schedule a repair for your heater. That's not a problem. Um, But you can also look on the website to find the heater repair company in your area. With that said, I'll start with the obvious um, two things that you can do as a homeowner that I would recommend doing. Um, The first thing that is, uh, well, there's actually three things. One, um, if you have a, just had a new pool installed and the heater's not firing up, there's a good chance that either the builder or you didn't think about it, but the gas meter on most standard residents is not set up for the output of a gas heater, 400 BTU heater or a 300 BTU heater. So you have to change the gas meter to a larger gas meter. I did this on my pool when I had it built. It was recommended by the builder, so that was not a problem. And the gas company, Southern California Gas, came out and put a larger meter on for me at no charge. So, number one, if you just installed the heater, or if you had a pool built or remodeled and added a heater, the gas meter definitely needs to be upgraded to a larger gas meter for the output of the heater. So that's the first thing that could be wrong with your heater, especially if it's brand new. Next, the gas line. Uh, is most, of the, most of the time, when the heater is installed, or if the pool service, if you have a pool service company, I like to turn the gas off on the heaters if they're not, if they're not being used for a long time, just to prevent any problems. So 
the gas line may be off. Usually it's a little dial right next to the gas heater or a knob or something that turns the gas on and off to the heater. So make sure that the gas line is on in the on position or the gas valve is in the on position so that the pool can actually heat up. I know this sounds like something I shouldn't even be mentioning, but a lot of times in most cases when a customer has a heater that's not working, the gas valve is usually partially closed or all the way closed. When I get there, I just open up the valve and the heater fires up. So it's not uncommon to have the gas line off by the heater. The next problem is with the advent of variable speed pumps. Everyone, A lot of people have these pumps in their backyards. I almost said everyone, but everyone probably will eventually one day have them. But a lot of people have these pumps in their backyard. And the heater actually needs a certain flow for it to activate. So believe it or not, a lot of the problems that I run into also is that they're trying to heat their spa or pool up and they're running at at 1800 RPMs, which is a low speed and the heater is just not firing up because it's not getting enough flow for the sensors to activate saying that it's safe to fire up and heat up the water. So again, um, if you have a variable speed pump, make sure that the RPMs are high enough for the heater to activate. I would at least run it at 3100 RPMs or higher so that the pool heats up at a good rate anyway and that the heater has enough flow so it activates. So so now let's move on to the heater itself. So you turn on your pool and then you turn the heater on and the heater is not turning on. The problem could be something very simple again which is that there's a set temperature in the heater. Usually you have a spa and pool set temperature so you can set it at different temperatures. So make sure that let's say that you know it's summertime and you're having a pool party and you want to heat the pool so you turn on your pool and you turn on the heater nothing happens check the set temperature there uh, let's say your pool is registering 81 degrees you may be surprised that you have the temperature down to 80 and it's not going to turn on until it gets uh, until the water temperature drops below that set temperature so go ahead and raise it up to 85 degrees and see if the heater kicks on chances are it will heat up at that point once it once you raise it above the actual pool water temperature so keep that in mind also and typically when a heater is not working an error code will pop on the screen of the heater and then you would just go online and look up that error code and kind of correlate it with something that you can fix the three most common problems of the heater are the igniter the temp sensor and a the thermal regulator for the for the pentair um, and stay right heaters and these are the most common parts that you can change. So if you're doing pool service and you're at a heater, you get an error code indicating that it's a temp sensor. It's a very easy fix. You could just have to unscrew the temp sensor and then attach the two wires or plug it into the adapter, however it's designed, or however, whatever heater you're working on, and then that should fix the problem. If it's the igniter, you'll know right away because the heater will kind of fire up or not ignite. You'll smell gas. Um, the igniter is very easy to fix. Sometimes you won't get an error code for the igniter. The heater just won't fire up, and it'll go. The service light will light. The service light will light up in that case. And the igniters are usually really accessible and easy to change on the heaters. And you can tell a bad, bad igniter because um, a good igniter will have the black carbon looking really nice and clean, and a bad igniter may even be cracked or be um, or, or be uh, coated with suit and not be able to ignite. So it's the same exact igniter basically that's in your stove at home. So if you ever had to replace your igniter at, on your stove, the heater igniter is very similar. This is what actually heats up to ignite the flame um, in your stove. And it's a similar device in the heater. They'll look very similar to each other. 
And so that part goes bad a lot because it's a part that wears. The temp sensor goes bad a lot because of the the way the sensor is designed and a lot of buildup gets on the sensor from the water, calcium, other things. If you have a salt pool, it'll definitely corrode the temp sensor very rapidly. So the temp sensor is something that really gets a lot of buildup on it and has to be replaced. So those two are very easy to replace in most heaters and definitely those are the two most common problems with the heater. It's the igniter, it's not igniting, or the temp sensor which has buildup on it. It's not able to read the right temperature of the water therefore the heater will turn itself off or go into service mode. A very popular heater in my area is the Pentair Master Temp or the Stay Right uh, Maxi Therm. They're both the same heater and these heaters have one part that wears out very often. It's called the Thermal Regulator and it's the uh, 77707-0010 and it's a replaceable part that's really easy to replace and you may not get an error message on the heater when this part goes out. It'll just go, it'll just heat up and then it'll turn off and go into service mode or it may heat up, stop, heat up again, start again, stop without going into service mode but never really reaching the temperature that's set. So if you have the spa set for 100 degrees if the thermal regulator is bad, it may just get to 90 degrees. And again, it's going to be turning itself off and on very often. So if a customer calls with this problem, the thermal regulator is located by the inlet and outlet of the heater. And there's a black cap that you can unscrew with a screwdriver. It's a spring-loaded part, so it may pop out. So just be aware of that. Of course, make sure the heater is off when you're doing any kind of repairs on the heater. You don't want uh, the heater to turn on or water to come out of any of these areas where you're, where you're opening parts up. And you just simply replace it. Um, again, saltwater pools will corrode heater parts very rapidly. So this you'll find this corroded in pools that have salt water, in pools that are salt water. And you can check this very easily. So the way I check the thermal regulator in these heaters is that I actually remove the cap and then I take the thermal regulator out and then I turn the heater on. And if it stays constantly heating without turning itself off or going into service mode, chances are the thermal regulator is bad. And you can run the heater without it. It's just going to heat up very, very slowly. And I replaced So that's how you know if the thermal regulator is not working in the master temp um, heaters is by removing it and then turning on the heater to see if it fires up. Very common part that goes bad in the Pentair and Stay Right heaters that I mentioned and these heaters are extremely popular in my area so it's a part that I carry on my truck because I'm replacing them often in these heaters. Again the symptoms of that is the heater is heating up slowly or going into service mode after firing up for a while. Um, check that part. Now for anything above the three parts that I mentioned you definitely want to call out a heater specialist. If you do pool service for a living you don't want to be out there troubleshooting a heater beyond these three parts which are easy to change and they're inexpensive and so you can actually change these out without any issues in most cases but anything other than that any other error codes that you may get on there or any other problems you may have with the heater you definitely want to have a professional look at it and if you ever get a chance to watch one of these specialists working on the heater you'll see that they have the equipment they're checking everything with the heater and they have all the parts with them so they can actually swap parts out, turn on the heater to see if it's firing up, take that part out, put another part in. We can't do that because we don't have all those parts with us or the time to sit there and swap them all out. 
And so at that point where you've looked at the three obvious parts and you can't get the heater working, definitely refer that out to a heater specialist. It's not a big deal. You can just tell the customer that um, the repair is beyond um, what you can do and you need to call in a specialist, look at their heater um, to get it running again, and they should be perfectly fine with that. It's just like any other industry when you need um, to call someone else in, it shouldn't be a big deal to the customer and it's going to save you a lot of time and headache. You don't have to really worry about working on the heaters. A good thing you can do is take the courses they offer at Pentair, Hayward, and Jandy, where you can actually work on the heaters. They'll have experts there that will go over the parts of the heaters that, that normally will break. And you can get a lot of out of these workshops. But again, you would have to spend a lot of time at the heater to fix it in a lot of cases. And it might be easier just to refer it out to a specialist instead of spending all that time working on the heaters. And as a rule, after those three parts, just refer it out to someone else to work on. But definitely if you are a pool service professional, you want to get some knowledge of the heater so you can help diagnose it and let the customer know kind of what is wrong with it before you refer it out. So it's a good idea to take the courses and learn about the heaters and how they work and what can go wrong with them and the different error codes that could pop up on the screen. You don't want to be completely ignorant of the heater and how it works when you're doing the pool service, but it doesn't mean that you have to actually fix the heaters on your route. That's definitely not something that um, should be required of you, and definitely um, you can't do in a lot of cases because you lack the skill and knowledge to get beyond um, the three parts that I mentioned here. And if you're a homeowner looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99. And I also have a lot of helpful web pages and links for you. Again, that's swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you do service for a living, definitely check out my coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me. And I offer also a lot of great discounts and benefits for being part of the group. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.